0: up everybody. I hope you're doing well out there. You know what? Know that you are blessed and highly favored by the very same God who spoke the universe into existence. He did not need us as he was was and always will be perfect. But he created us out of love. He created us to share his goodness with us. Knowing that, how could you ever doubt that he wants to bless your life? It is essentially one of the main reasons we were created. I hope that no matter what, you find time to praise Him and rest in His strength. Also, remember to put on the full armor of God and take hold of the three mighty spiritual weapons given to us to fight the enemy, worship, prayer, and scripture. Today's message takes us to a miracle found in the midst of another miracle. Jesus is already on His way to perform a miracle when this miracle happens. It is a message inside of a message, and it is about a woman who was desperate and out of options. Isn't that where we often find ourselves before realizing that Jesus is our only option and the only one we need, for that matter? God will sometimes let us exhaust our all options and reach a point of desperation so that we can see that our only option should have been our first choice. You can find this story in three of the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Jesus is, on the, Jesus is on the way to heal Jairus' daughter and there is a crowd of people around him pressing against him when he suddenly feels the power of God go out from him. Mark 5, 25-29 says, And a woman was was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet, you know, instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. And immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt it in her body that she was free from her suffering. So let's pause there for a minute. There are so many things happening in this passage. I want to make sure we bring them to light. Jesus is being pressed and crowded on all sides. But in the middle of the chaos, he immediately knows that someone with faith touched him and touched his clothes and drew out the healing power of God. This shows us that out of all the people pressing against him, she was the only one that he noticed. I am sure that... There were others in the crowd that needed a miracle or a touch of God's favor, but out of all the people that touched him, he noticed her. She was the only one that dared to have faith. She didn't even want to get Jesus' attention. She just simply believed that if she could touch his clothes, she would be healed. If the power you know, to heal simply resided in, you know, in his clothing, or in just touching him, everyone he came in contact with would have been healed. It was her faith, and she was desperate enough and out of options, so she put her faith where it, it always needed to be. And suddenly, you know, her only option became her best option. You know, this woman had been suffering for a long time, 12 years, and no doctor could help. But you know, they didn't hesitate to keep taking her money even though she was getting worse she was out of not only options but money as well on top of that her issue of bleeding would have made her ceremonial ceremonially unclean and would have and she would have not been permitted um into the temple and anyone who touched her would have been considered unclean that means she would have been shunned and no one would want her around them you know, and she could not participate in any of the temple ceremonies. Despite all of that, she entered the crowd knowing that everyone she bumped into would become unclean because of her. In fact, I would say that if people realized she made them unclean, she would have likely faced you know, repercussions for, you know, for that. But she didn't let that stop her from getting to Jesus. You know, in Leviticus 15.31, it says, you know, Thus you shall keep the people of Israel separate from their uncleanness, lest they die in their uncleanness by defiling my tabernacle that is in their midst. You see, in the Old Testament, God dwelled among his people in the tabernacle or tent of meeting, and it could not be defiled or they would suffer the penalty of the law. But in the New Testament, Jesus is the embodiment of God. God did not reside in the temple anymore. He walked among them and resided in the person of Jesus. As you see on many occasions, the contamination or uncleanliness of this world could you know, had no effect on Jesus. He reversed the penalty of the law. She did not make him unclean. He instead made her clean. She was all out of options and she saw a chance, one last ditch effort to end her suffering. And she went for it. She entered the crowd and snuck up behind Jesus and touched his garment and was healed instantly. Finally, she was free from her suffering after twelve long years, she found freedom from her suffering by simply touching the garment of Jesus. That's why I say, "Let me just hang on to the robe of Jesus for dear life and never let go but i but I digress you know mark five thirty through thirty four says at once Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him, He turned around in the crowd and asked. Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you his disciples answer, answered and yet you can ask who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman knowing what had happened to her came and fell at his feet and you know trembling with fear and told him the whole truth. He said to her daughter your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Jesus stops and makes a point to recognize what just happened. Even if God is in the midst of helping others, he still has time for you. And still makes his power available to you in your time of need. When Jesus goes to recognize her, you know she is afraid and trembling. She has never experienced the compassion of Jesus and was likely worried about some backlash. In her mind, she didn't ask to be healed. She stole the miracle from Jesus. Let me, let me just clarify though, you can't steal a miracle from Jesus, but she might have felt like she did something wrong by not asking Jesus first, or, you know. and in his compassion, I feel like he wanted her to know it was okay, that he loved her and wanted to bless her so that she would know that she was free of her burden or any shame or guilt that she might have felt for sneaking up and drawing on the power of God without asking him first. Don't ever let the enemy make you feel guilty or unworthy to call on the name of Jesus. He will try to bury you in shame, guilt, or anything else he can use to keep you from calling on the name of Jesus. Satan knows the power of Jesus. He knows the power of Jesus is too much for him. And anyone Jesus, um, anyone Jesus sets free is free indeed. You know, is there something that you are struggling with? Is there an area in your life that you wrestle with and the devil exploits, you know, he exploits it and uses it against you? Don't wait until you are all out of options before you dare to have faith that Jesus can set you free. Call on the name of Jesus. Take hold of his robe and don't let go. Have faith that he can and will deliver you from your suffering. Thank you, Jesus, for your compassion, for your grace and mercy. Thank you for meeting us where we are and pulling us up out of the darkness. Let your light shine through us, each of us. May we be a light in the darkness and show others the way. Help us to make a difference in the lives of those we come in contact with. If we aren't making a difference for the kingdom, what are we doing? I don't want to waste any more time. Let every day be another opportunity to make an impact for the kingdom. Let the revival of the church begin and let it take root. Let it spread like wildfire. Let us be kingdom-minded and aware of the battle that we are in, aware of the enemy we face, but confident in the victory that is ours through Christ and the finished work on the cross. When the enemy starts talking, let us praise your name even louder, for yours is the name that saves. Amen.